Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today, on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to the next episode in Revolutions Week. Today we're going to talk about winning without power. And again, as a reminder, a lot of this content is inspired by a fascinating book I read recently called Blueprint for Revolution by Serja Popovich. So when you lack power individually, it often seems like it's not even worth trying, right? If we think of ourselves as an as a individual, as a professional in an organization or in an industry or market, it, seem, it can sometimes seem like there's just one of us, right? What, what power would we actually really have to effectuate a change in a company, in an industry, or in the world? And to a certain extent, um, that limitation of power is, is accurate. It's true. Uh, but we need to look beyond uh, just that initial uh, assessment to see how we can win without power, without that individual power, right? Because no individual, we're not like Sauron or, you know, some superhero like Superman who's going to be super powerful as, as one person. Uh, we're living in reality. So when you lack power individually, your main weapon is in numbers, right? In having other people in addition to you. If you think about any significant change in the past 100 years, it's followed this sort of framework where it's not just the people who are supporters of, let's say, women's rights, gay rights, voting rights, anti-discrimination laws, and so on and so on. It's not just the group that is affected by it that made the change. It was also supported by other groups who joined in. And Ben Franklin said there are three classes of mankind. Those that are unmovable, those that are movable, and those that move. Right? So the key is for those that move to find those that are movable. Right? Who are the people who you can get on your side so you can move together? Because with just a small core of staunch supporters and allies, the people who are uh, maybe most directly affected by the issue or the situation, you will never win, right? You're going to need allies, maybe people who don't have as direct a stake in it, but who will come along and support you because they've been convinced and they align and they believe in the cause. Because in that way, you can generate the power you need when you don't actually have the power on your own to accomplish uh, much greater things. So one thing I want you to ask yourself today is for any particular issue where you're trying to make a change or do something different, ask yourself, who can I get on my side? Right? Who, 
who's not on my side right now, who can I get on my side? Because the people who are on your side, they're already doing the things that you need them to do, but you're not there yet, right? How can you generate more power by getting new people on your side who you can get on your side, but who aren't necessarily there yet? They haven't been convinced. And what am I going to do today to start getting them on my side? What are simple, concrete steps that you can take? It could be a conversation. It could be an email. It could be um, just a quick mention of something. It could be an invitation out for lunch or coffee. What could you do today to start moving them in the direction of your cause or the thing that you're trying to accomplish? Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. Have you ever shared a great idea only to be ignored or have someone else take the credit? Why do some people consistently seem to advance faster? Have you ever implemented performance feedback and expected things to change only to have a new hurdle placed in front of you? I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. After years of coaching clients and while writing my book, Unlock Your Executive Presence, I discovered executive presence is the key to unlocking your career. But what is it? How do you get it? And can it be taught? In my online course, Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma, we explore how executive presence works. You may be surprised to learn, as was I, that it has nothing to do with what you say, do, or wear. Most courses fail because they only teach you how to copy executive presence. We'll start off by revealing how it actually works, which is based on how you make people feel. Next, we'll explore the six degrees of executive presence, which will help you generate it on demand. Finally, we'll cover how to make your authenticity an asset, the power of introverts, and generating executive presence in virtual meetings. If you are a high potential professional with the skills to advance, but who is struggling to get the right attention, then this course is for you. The first module is free, so join us today on udemy.com so you can be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Revolution Week. And again, We'll be talking about some concepts uh, that came out of a book called Blueprint for Revolution by Serja Popovich. And one interesting concept which they share is the concept of pillars of power. No government or organization can exist without certain pillars of power propping it up. Not literally, but figuratively propping it up. So um, let's use the example of, let's say, a government. Uh, 
and some of the pillars of power. So one which is probably uh, maybe the most obvious is the military, right? The um, support and the uh, endorsement of the military and the military following the orders of the government is an important... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel. Thank you.